Sun still shining through the clouds there on this Wednesday. Oh, wait a minute. What did I? What is that that I just said? Oh, it's Wednesday, which means we are also joined by one Kevin Hart. Hello. And that must mean, Kevin, that it is uh, none other than time for Wednesday. Wait, wait for it. Wednesday! Yes, thank you, good old Robert Tepper, for uh, for supplying the theme song to Way Out Wednesday. Basically, Kevin, if you'd like to tell the people once again who may be first tuning into a Way Out Wednesday, what exactly Way Out Wednesday is? Way Out Wednesday is a celebration and an education of the public of some of the stories that the, the uh, awful lamestream media won't even touch but these are important stories that you need to know. Yes, so you can amaze your friends with your knowledge that you get from this particular Way Out Wednesday. Wednesday. So, Kevin, what do we got first here in Way Out Wednesday? Well, we have another case of somebody who watched Weekend at Bernie's and said, that seems plausible. <laughs> yeah, and the, th- the fact that we, we, we discussed this one a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but there's a follow-up here. You have a little bit more information. But the fact that, way, that Weekend at Bernie's had a sequel. Like they were it like, did, it's so, didn't it? They're so successful. Uh, this body isn't going to deteriorate. We're going to have way. Out, we're going to have weekend at Bernie's too. Not immediately like the week afterwards. We're going to embalm this thing so we can keep it around and just so happen to have Bernie back with His us body's again. body's not even pale at the end Right, of the exactly. Movie. It's ridiculous. I mean, I love that movie, but I've never seen the sequel. Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman uh, don't see the sequel. It's, I, no, I it's nowhere near the comic genius of Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> 1. So we had the guys trying to pull off the Weekend at Bernie's. This is from Ireland, correct? This is from Ireland. Yeah, over in Ireland, uh, they there is a. Um, this is uh, from the Mirror in Ireland. It's called. It's the website. It's the Mirror, but it's IrishMirror.ie. Oh, okay. Interesting little website there. Um, uh, the, the the Mr. Doyle, that's his name. Uh, uh Peter. Pedar Doyle, I, I say. There we go. Pedar Doyle. Uh, he was dead, and um, there was some pandemonium in the shop where his body was found. Um, the men had earlier, there's two men that were in their 30s, tried to collect the state pension of this guy. But <laughs> That's where it went wrong. That's where it went dead, but he needed to present himself at the counter uh, for the payment. So they dressed him up and dragged him, and the onlookers were like, you know, I noticed that guy's feet was dragging, and they were just pulling him down the road uh, and saying, hey, this guy's alive. Can we have his money? He's he's fine. He had a heart attack before dropping, but, you know, he's he's all, he's all good. Uh, he, we, could, we can have the money. Yeah, and it ended up being one of the guy's uncles. Yeah. It's like, come on now. Why would you do that to your <laughs> uncle? And then I love their fact of like, oh, it's just a heart attack. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. So if we go from from one individual who's treating their uncle badly to a man who's finally been reunited with a long lost brother. Oh, that's fun. Let me introduce you to Randy Waits, who was basically he was he was watching TV. Okay, and he and uh, all of a sudden he lives in California, and he notices that uh, the guy being interviewed during the weather report was a guy called. Eddie Waits. Mm. So Randy Waits goes, Eddie Waits for what? Not yeah, hey Randy Waits to find his long-lost brother. Yeah, there we Who go. ends up being Eddie Waits. So he goes, huh, I did, you know, I, I knew my dad kind of ran out or whatever, and I, I've never, I, th- I know I have a brother somewhere. What are, the, what are the freaking odds that this guy in the local weather could be? So Randy, who lives in California, got his daughter to look into it out of curiosity because he's like, I don't know how to work the internet. Randy's yeah. like, I'm old. Don't know how to, and discovered an incredible truth that he had a brother. His daughter uh, told local channel KCRA 
I saw Eddie's features, and he actually looked a lot like my dad in the eyes. I did my research, searched up the name, looked up all I could. Soon after, the pair shared their first phone call, which Randy described as unbelievable. Yeah. It was an instantaneous chill all the way from my head all the way down to my toes. Eddie said. So when Randy reached out, Eddie's like, I also. It was unbelievable. At first, I thought, it's not possible. But once I seen a picture of him, I seen my dad, I seen our dad, I knew it was real. Yeah. It took a second for Eddie, because you get that phone call out of nowhere going, hey, bro, and you're like, hmm, this a scam? You call him bro. Yeah, exactly. Bro. The guy says, I've never met my father, never saw a picture of him in my entire life, Randy told the local channel. Eddie has been texting me all kinds of different stuff, pictures of my grandfather, and filling in on the family history that I never had on that side. Very so good. who know who knows who you may stumble across watching a local weather forecast? You may see a long lost brother you never knew you had. That's true. What's it's up next in way, way, way well, on Wednesday, Kev? Your story was bringing people together. This story seems to be bringing a lot of people apart, oh, tearing them apart. Oh. Um, etiquette expert already hate this, right? Yeah, any etiquette expert is always, like, so pompous. If you're not Emily Post, please go away. And even then, I mean, she, you know. Does anyone really, has anyone ever been offended? Uh, 2176297970. Anyone ever been offended that someone, like, grabbed the regular fork instead of the salad fork in a place setting? Or gone into someone's home, like, they they invite you over to a fancy dinner, and you look at the place setting and you go, that's the. I'm sorry. That's the asparagus fork. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. The, this is not put the right way. The napkin is not laying correctly. Uh, your knife is on the wrong. I, I no. I will have none of this. Thank you for the invite, but no, thank you. Your manners are just crap. I'm out of here. I saw it in a movie that took place in like the 1800s. Right, exactly. So no, no one in the history of ever in recent history has ever done that. So, <laughs> so this, so this particular etiquette expert, expert, uh, uh, he says we're all buttering our bread wrong now. Now, there is always the age-old, do you butter it on the top, do you butter it on the bottom? Uh, you know, what do you mean, butter it on the bottom? Like, hold it up and butter it? The yeah. butter's just going to fall right off. Yeah, what but kind of ding-dong's buttering it on the bottom? Some people swear by it. Hey, there was, there was a whole war fought over it in the Dr. Seuss book. Right? Uh-huh, that's right, the Better Butter book. Yeah. So, so but anyways. Or the Butter Battle book. But um, either of those sides would have to take up arms against what this uh, man who is being called barbaric is proposing. But he's an etiquette expert. How is he barbaric now? What, how does he say to butter your bread? Um, he says, what well, there's only one way to butter a slice of bread, um, a specific process that to appear truly classy. What you have to do um, is you should never butter the whole slice at once. Instead, you break the bread into smaller bite-sized pieces and butter them individually. You gotta individually butter your bread? Yeah. Like little tiny little pieces. So the etiquette man says rip your butter and then butter each individual piece instead of slapping butter on all of it. Yeah. Oh god. These people are insufferable. Yeah. Yes they are. with With their etiquette. Good Lord. You know what else you need to do with your butter? Give me whipped butter. Exactly. When you when you give me butter straight from the fridge, all I'm doing is poking holes in the bread. It doesn't you, spread at all. You got to wait there. Then maybe you have to like put it in the microwave and then your bread's all soggy. And then... Yeah, no one wants that. So yeah. here's, here's the, eti- uh, the etiquette expert from us. Whipped butter is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Finally here on Way Out Wednesday, this here, kind of strap yourself down for this one because this story is an epic. All right. Let me introduce you to Bradford Wetzel. Okay. Of the not of the Wetzel Pretzel fame, oh. just uh, Bradford Wetzel. But with a name like first name like Bradford, you would think he'd be an heir to some type of fortune. Of course. So old Bradford Wetzel leaves a bar 
early Saturday morning. And he comes, and lo and behold, my car is missing. Now, probably not missing, considering how wasted Bradford Wetzel is, but let's just take it for face value that his car is missing. So, in that particular instance, what would you do? Now, I understand he is seriously inebriated. Right. But would you think the best thing to do to try to find your car that's missing would be to steal someone else's and drive around to try to find yours. Well, uh, that would have been my second choice, I guess. But now my first choice would not be to steal somebody else's car. Well, that's what Bradford did. Oh, he God. goes, I got to go find my car, so I'm going to steal this one. So he steals this car, and as he's driving around trying to find his car, this particular car stalls out dead on a train track. Oh, no. In the middle of the night. Now, granted, he's leaving the bar late, okay? Middle of the night, he's stalling on a train track. Guess what starts coming? Uh, give me a second. A train, maybe? Whoa! Yes, a train. Oh. A, tra- a train is a coming. So he's able to flee from the train. Train, though, just demolishes the car to the point where the car that he has stolen. By the way, not his car. <laughs> no, not his. All right, the car he stole to try to find his lost car because he's drunk, and then it dies on the train track. That car then flies uh, along in the air and hits a nearby home. So the train comes with the amount of speed that it flings the car off the track into somebody else's home. So, so far, Bradford lost his car, stalled on another, and caused damage to someone's home by leaving just dead on the track, and he's able to get away. All right? He then takes refuge at a nearby fruit stand. All right? Okay. So Bradford's at the fruit stand and decides... Well, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take some fruit. Sure. So he goes and immediately, uh, against etiquette, takes from the bottom, vandalizes the fruit stand. Fruit stands all like fruit all over the place. Breaks one of the containers, and then if that's not enough for old Bradford, so Bradford lost his car, according to him, then stole a car. Car dropped dead on the train tracks. Train hits car, flings it into somebody's house. He goes to a fruit stand, demolishes that, and then thinks, well, I still need to find my car. I'm just going to steal this forklift here. My man, is this is this guy, <laughs> is this Chevy Chase doing this? So he attempts to steal the forklift. Eventually, because that's a lot of commotion, right? Yeah. A car hits your, your house in the middle of the night, flung from a train track. You're probably going to call the authorities. Of course. Then you see the, the fruit stand all mess up. Finally... Uh, when responding deputies show up because of all the havoc old Bradford Wetzel had caused, he eventually flags them down to ask for help to find his missing car. Which he maybe should have done the first time. Yeah, maybe just call 911 off to start there, Bradford, instead of causing all this chaos. Needless to say, old Bradford is charged with grand theft and criminal mischief, and other charges are expected. I would hope so. Yes. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's another edition of none other than Wednesday. One more time. Wednesday. Yes, Kevin, thank you so much for always bringing these stories. Vastly underreported in the lamestream media. Always a fun time. And hopefully you You learned something along the way. If nothing else, when you're drunk and you think your car is missing, it more likely is just you're, you are hammered. Please don't steal a car, is what it boils down to. Don't, don't be a Bradford. That's our PSA. Exactly. And, and don't listen to etiquette experts. No. They know nothing.